0: At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We've seen a car run into a tree, a tree fall through a roof, and we've even seen a car fall through a roof. Hey, babe! Your parents are here. But there's a better way for your home and auto to come together. Bundle them, and when you get both, you could save an average of twenty percent. Visit Farmers.com or call one eight hundred Farmers to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Bum, bum,
1: bum, 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 bum. Reported twenty eighteen nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
2: Uh, Hello, welcome back to uh, another episode of Glee on the Rocks. I am Emily. And I'm Mandy. Uh, Mav is not with us in person. Well, she never is. Um, But (laughs) is with us in spirit. Uh, Today we are covering Season 2, Episode 17, A Night of Neglect, which I think is everyone's favorite episode, right? Absolutely. I watch it once a week, every week i find it it, i find it to be like a a security blanket kind of an episode like when i'm feeling sick when i'm feeling down i just like turn this on i think it's really i find it comforting i find it really well executed and amazing
1: yep characterization Um, on point yeah every side character definitely adds something to the overall piece yeah
2: it really fleshes out arcs you know we get really great returns of characters that we're really excited to see again you know a lot of forward momentum oh yeah I thought so yeah it's one of my favorites so as per our uh as per our usual I will uh give you the rundown here which is usually Mav's job so I don't usually have to do this shit but I'm gonna do it anyway so this is the 39th episode overall, which seems like a lot. Uh, it premiered on April 19th, 2011. Uh, fun fact, apparently it was originally slated to air the week before, but it was pushed back a week because it was just too good to air. Maybe. I mean,
1: that makes sense. <laughs> I'm sure they had to prepare audiences for an episode it just, this caliber.
2: just really had to hold on to it. So, New Directions are soon heading to nationals in New York, but can't afford the money to fly there. Uh, As they attempt to raise money selling water taffy, as suggested by Will, Mike, Tina, Artie, and Brittany reveal that they need money as they are part of the academic decathlon competition and are disappointed with New Directions greed, only wanting to invest the money on the plane ride to New York. Will decides to create a concert, quote, Night of Neglect, attempting to raise the money for the academic decathlon as well, but remains anxious as to whether the New Directions will be able to get the money for their trip to Nationals. That was a weird rundown. Anyway, uh, this episode was directed by Carol Banker and written by Ian Brennan. So, um, I don't know, for those of you who have actually seen this episode, I feel like we can start out by saying it's pretty universally reviled as an episode of Glee. It's in just the pantheon not great it's just not good. Yeah. So we thought that we would approach this um, on a, or we'd approach it with, uh, on the question of why didn't it work? And not, we're not going to go, well, we might, who knows how we're going to approach this because we don't, we don't plan anything on this podcast. Nope. Uh, instead of kind of tying together threads and summary rundowns and things like that, I think we're just going to, keep focusing on the why didn't this work question. And I think we can safely say one reason it didn't work is that it doesn't fit anywhere. And it, it doesn't fit anywhere because we've already had an entire plot line or two where the Glee Club doesn't have any money. We've done it. We've been there. We've seen them struggle to raise money with the cupcakes and then again with Finn's kissing booth. Uh, why do we need to keep doing And for Artie's wheelchair, or was that the cupcakes? I think that was the cupcakes. I don't
1: remember. Yeah. I
2: can't even remember our own podcast. Like, we've seen this a couple of times on the show where the Glee Club is supposed to be this down and out underdog who has to raise money and who apparently have no budget at all from the school. And
1: than in an episode they do yeah i feel like if we wanted to do that whole like you know our club meets money every year thing they could have even made it a recurring thing that they Mm acknowledge as like this is the fundraising episode for this season Mm -hmm. but instead they just recycled the plot line and completely acted like it wasn't something they have done multiple times
2: right Like, it's new and surprising that they have no money to do the thing that this entire show is centered around. Yeah. And surely, one of their parents could afford flights. Looking at you, Quinn. Surely. Yeah. Okay. Looking at you. So, even the idea that they are selling, that they have to raise money, already puts us on the wrong foot because it's recycled and boring. And we're tired of it. And... Mm-hmm. We're coming directly off original song, which is one of the better episodes for people who like Clay. Yeah, and now this episode has none. And frankly, that's me.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is just like very disappointing that this is the episode that follows up. Yes, it is the original song. It,
2: it honestly is, and it's very interesting um, because if you look at the ratings, this episode. Um, has higher ratings. I, I I think because it was coming off of original song. Yeah. Now people were like, oh, all right. And then they got this, and the general public was like,
1: no. Yeah. It was like maybe Glee doesn't suck for you know an episode. Yeah. And then and then now, actually, never mind. You thought you were gonna get
2: two cute boys making out, and instead. You got this. You got the return of several characters that no one actually cares about. Not several. A good handful of characters that you don't care about and are actively creeped out by. Like Sandy Ryerson is a recurring character that that nobody wants.
1: Yeah. I mean, and like, I've mentioned this every single time he gets brought up, but like, oh my God, the premise of him as a character is that he molested teenage boys yes why is he the go-to <laughs> for like humor i
2: yes i don't because this was pre me too and yeah. grown adults could still write these jokes and get away with it yeah and apparently a female director thought that that would still be funny
1: i know like that that's disappointing <laughs> yes yeah. so disappointing
2: mm-hmm. like three dudes writing the script you are like well You have no sense of humor anyway. But then to also have a female director keep those scenes is like, oh, thanks for not being on our side. So many elements of this episode don't work. And then all together, they turn into a boring soup of
1: just. It doesn't it's not like the episode doesn't make sense. It's just boring. Yeah, and then, like, there are a lot of bad episodes of Glee that are bad in a way that we still have a lot to talk about. Yes. This one's not. This one's no. just bad because it doesn't work. And it's like, they were trying. You can kind of see what they were trying to do, but mm-hmm. it didn't have the effect they wanted. Yes. And do you remember really how we, any level. No.
2: And do you remember how we had complained in the past, like, what else do these students do with their day? Yeah. Like, other things are they a part of? Well, apparently... Mike, Tina, Artie, and Brittany are a part of the academic decathlon, which they mm-hmm. have never before mentioned or mm-hmm. studied for or shown, but um, have, have been a part of this entire time, I guess, are also need, in need of money to go to, uh, I don't know, their version of regionals, which I, I would have been so much more interested in if there had been a tension built up where there were kids on the glee club who were in competing, had competing um, extracurriculars. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Where you like have to decide what's more important.
1: And that's a realistic.
2: It's realistic where yeah. if you sign up for too many things. All of a sudden, well, shit, your yep. academic decathlon falls on the same night as the tryouts for the school play that you want to be in. The triads. The, uh, sorry. The auditions. <laughs> Whoops.
0: And,
1: like, and would. That, that would have just made so much sense. If like. Yeah. The same people who wanted to be in Glee Club. Also wanted to be in drama. Or in band or something. Yeah,
2: If they had musical inclination. Surely they would have done other. And this school has
1: a band. We've seen them. Yep. Apparently they just exist to serve as backup. To uh, the Glee Club once in a while. Once in a while,
2: so it you know would and it would have been very interesting to me if throughout this they had been like, sorry, Mr. Shea, we can't come to rehearsal today. We have the Brainiacs. We have to we have to go to that, and for that to be a building tension, you've got people like Rachel who would surely hate them for that, and like you know you don't you don't like the Glee Club as much as we do, and you can't you don't you're not loyal and you're not part of the group and that kind of whose side are you on and it would have been a little um yeah rote you know it would have fallen into a trope trap
1: anyway but could have had some fun with it i mean glee can absolutely work the tropes for fun with um usually in very isolated instances yeah and it, it could have been okay
2: it could have ed yet so they also need money because i guess the brainiacs also aren't funded by the school i don't know i can do a club i don't know how they get funding not, i don't, I don't yeah. know how this works um and then we also have sue recruiting uh, sandy dustin whatever his name is and, and our good friend terry as the league of doom to destroy the glee club because that's what he does
1: and this is like this this whole storyline pisses me off too because i feel like the collection of people that sue has like aren't worthy of who sue could have been as a villain in general like so yes. sylvester's not a bad character but like
0: no.
1: we've covered the issues with Terry and their characterization of her a lot of times but they basically yes. have like Becky who has down syndrome which again I'm I'm okay with Becky being a very multifaceted character but I don't know the she's
2: she's boring.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's not yeah, exactly. Um and then, you know, insel boy who <laughs> just wants to, you know, yeah. Who's, who, who is it who's like panties he tried to get was that that's Rachel, Rachel. Yeah. yeah I mean that's that character and then Sandy Ryerson like can't they come up with ways to characterize people that were supposed to find funny besides being gross and predatory I think because,
2: not, it, it feels like they don't want to have a villain who's interesting because if yeah they have a villain who's interesting you won't root for the glee club
1: yeah, I mean, pretty much their go-to towards a character that we're supposed to both not like, but also find funny is, here's the fucked up thing they did to a woman. Or, yes. you know, I guess with Terry, we're supposed to think, here's the fucked up, you know, thing she did to Will, but I don't agree with that. Right, because I fuck Will. Yeah. because One of the closest things to an interesting
2: villain is Jesse St. James.
1: Yeah, he was
2: good. Because in the end, from Sebastian.
1: Yes. They even tried with Sebastian. They tried to make him the, oh, no, he's the guy who's just after Blaine. But Grant was too good for that. Yes, he was. Um, And Grant and Darren had enough chemistry that it was not, you know. It wasn't creepy. You were kind of like, It was like, no, no, I get it. I get it. I don't hate it. I don't know. And Jesse, Yeah jesse's cute enough you're like well it's okay and also jesse was he had motivations Mm -hmm. we could see that you know weren't i want to snip her underwear or right i guys you know teenage boys yeah not a predator yeah (sighs) Uh,
2: show i don't know i don't know why they can't I mean, I guess one day we can just go through Ryan Murphy's um, oeuvre of villains and see what ties bind them together. And it's probably just going to be that they're all creepy, fucked up people that you can't have any sympathy for. Because if you have sympathy for them, you won't like the main character.
1: I mean, that's that's really it. Um, Though maybe he has a point considering who he thinks are the sympathetic main characters are often the people I think, well, that's a villain. That's, you know, (laughs) Rachel, Rachel Berry, uh, you know, yeah. I would buy Rachel as more interesting of a character. If we were supposed to be sitting here going, wow, she is driven towards success to the point of somewhat villainy. Yeah. And
2: will frankly, because, you know, yeah. His first act as a teacher is to put weed in someone's
1: locker. Sometimes for about five minutes at a time. I forget that. While we're recording <laughs> and I remember. Oh. oh, right. He did that.
2: He did do that. Yeah. Um, so this episode, as it were, revolves around Holly's idea. Okay. Well, I guess we should reiterate that Holly Holiday is back in town. Yes. um our favorite substitute t-shirt well yeah we, we like her I like her
1: um she I don't is... like Gwyneth Paltrow, so yes we're not really like Gwyneth Paltrow no we're I'm Paltrow. I'm biased against her but it's Holly not. Holiday as a character is not the worst so
2: yes she is still dating Will Schuster they have had five dates one in a coat closet um uh so she is back subbing for uh some class who even knows um and it is her idea for the glee club to hold a benefit concert and sell tickets and the concert is the night of neglect where they will highlight songs by neglected artists which of course really strikes the fancy of uh rachel who always feels neglected and so does the rest club, which i don't really buy at this point but they are still playing the underdogs, so I guess we're supposed to, but that's fine. Um, so, you know, a neglected artist is, quote, someone whose brilliance isn't always appreciated. Uh, and then they choose songs that just don't even fall, like <laughs> Aretha yeah. Franklin and Adele. Like, I don't even no. understand. Uh, like, sh- uh, fine. Um, The the idea of a benefit concert is not without merit. I don't know why they thought anyone would ever show up for it, but I guess it's because they don't watch their own show. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, in a normal school, sure, they could sell tickets, but this is McKinley High. No one is coming to this and we all knew that and the show tried to pretend otherwise by the return of sunshine corazon we're going to call sunshine sunshine she in
1: physics sunshine the character is, is yes
2: she. Yeah. the actor is otherwise um the return of sunshine corazon and her measly 600 twitter followers
1: 11 was that a lot no twitter had already been around for a few years that was not a lot yeah it was not a lot to, i
2: mean i guess that's enough for a high school auditorium I mean. but if you this,
1: assume all 600 are actually local that's people. true That's <laughs> true <laughs> yes
2: um yes so the yeah, idea okay. is that Sunshine will come and bring her Twitter followers who will help sell tickets and um, Taffy to, <laughs> uh, to fund these two trips. Um, she wants to sing All By Myself, which of course sounds fantastic because Sunshine is a fantastic singer. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say about this whole thing because like yes sunshine's a great singer and I, rachel is of course not into this because why would any why would she want any sort of competition of someone who is a better singer or a better belter than uh, than she is um what else happens here it's really all about like people telling themselves that they're neglected right like so lauren zeiss somehow convinces mercedes that she is neglected which is, I guess, a stronger argument because Mercedes is often pushed into the background for Rachel, but the flip for Mercedes into heinous diva was hard to take. Like, I, I don't, I don't buy this.
1: It was out of character and weird. Yeah. And I mean, like, and it, like there's a way that I think could have been in character, but the extent to which it was done just felt I don't know, caricature. Not fun to watch. No.
2: And honestly, like big black female diva is Yeah. It, that's a that's a line that maybe three white male writers shouldn't be yes. crossing with their yeah. one African American. <laughs> Like, maybe let's not.
1: Um, Also, Rachel's whole speech at the end just felt really patronizing to me. The whole, like, have you heard of Aretha Franklin or, you know, whatever her little spiel was there? Yeah. You you already closed the show or you already brought the house down.
2: Like, Shut up. Yeah. Don't care. So, uh, what's her name? Sue has gathered the League of Doom to the, well, and all the others. What are their names? I can never remember their fucking names. Azimio? Azimo, Azimio? To, uh, you know. Something like that, yeah. Or Sandy. Sandy is the one who gathers um, Sniffy McPants there, yeah. Becky, and Azimio to be the heckling club, the heck, whatever they're called. To uh, attempt to heckle the Glee Club during the Night of Neglect, yeah, mm-hmm. the heckling isn't even interesting. But it's what it not. does, do, what it does do again is poor Tina, and <laughs> this happens to her all the fucking time. Her, she gets so few solos, and again, hers gets shit on.
1: And like, I realized that at some point, Glee just like started making that be like a you know, recurring joke, but it's a shitty joke anyway. It's a shitty move when she's such a
2: good singer and you're like, but also wouldn't it be nice to hear her sing?
1: Yeah. I mean eventually it's just the show making sure that Jenna never actually gets to show people she's talented when she's really talented.
2: Yeah. Like you've got so much talent in your in your roster. Why are you handicapping yourself here?
1: And I mean, it might have been really funny if they'd taken someone like Harry, who really sing. Right. And made right. that be sort of the joke. Like, oh, but he dances instead. So you still get to see like, you know, his talent. Yeah. His talent. Like, yeah, make it a joke that every time Harry tries to sing, he gets interrupted. Yes. Mike, sorry. Um, so don't take, like, a like an actress who's genuinely talented and you cast on that show for that reason and then never let her sing.
2: Never let her do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't... Bleh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, the guest star,
2: right, gets a whole song.
1: Yeah. I get and, it. You wanted the boner real bad. Yeah. But maybe stop. And it's
2: it's fine. She does fine. And I know there are the reviews of this show are not great of this episode or not they're not good um yeah. the the critiques of um goop doing an adele song which again under how is adele neglected neglected artist just um, not remotely just, i don't understand but goop attempting to do adele is never going to reach adele no she just but i felt like she did an admirable job with the voice that she has she did it's just so you know not who
1: i wanted to hear singing i guess
2: no that is yeah. 100% true you've got 17 other people in this show who can sing yeah largest... anyway. so you know she she performs her slight breakup song to will Because Turning Tables is a breakup song. Because, I guess if we're going to keep to the plot here, Will has had another interlude with Emma, who has been given an an annulment by Carl. Uh, Because, you know, why keep that relationship going? That doesn't make any sense at all. Two actors with chemistry couldn't possibly keep that going.
1: Two actors with chemistry and... (laughs) A healthy relationship with supportive partner. No, can't have that yeah.
2: because she wasn't ready to have sex. So we had to end that relationship. Mm-hmm. That made, that's that's healthy and a great way to. It's a good thing to show on a TV oh, yeah. show. I don't under. I didn't get it. I was. I, I mean, I get that they couldn't keep him on the show, and mm-hmm. they needed to put her and Will together. <laughs> it was like, could we? Bye why do you do this to me all the time so you know will is back on his shit with emma um which holly sees and of course is not cool with so she's leaving again because again guest star why you would ever have a guest star have a relationship with a main character it's like
1: and that's again all glee knew how to do with like adult women who guest star on the show i know
2: yeah Put him in a relationship. Yep. That will inevitably end because... And not even interesting. Not even just like a fun... Like, nah, I don't anything really interesting to say about it because it's just inevitable. Um, inevitable
1: and exasperating. Inevitable and exasperating.
2: But, you know, Holly has commitment issues. It's not that Will is still pining for emma and has been waiting for her to break up with her husband that's that's not what that is it's that always. hobby has commitment issues
1: gotta make sure to absolve will of all responsibility in yes. every relationship he's ever been in always um yeah so you know they,
2: mercedes uh, is persuaded to stop being an asshole and performs uh ain't no way by Aretha, the queen of soul, that neglected artist, Aretha Franklin.
1: Oh, yes. good amber's
2: always good yeah uh, what is there to say other than like yeah yeah she's great <laughs> she did she did her thing yeah everything and looked great doing it but uh definitely not an underrated artist no and this actually would have been an interesting place for the show to highlight underrated artists if they could have yeah. picked some out and it would have been cheaper for them too
1: mm. But that that would be charted on iTunes. (laughs) That's true. Gotta get that Adele in there. Gotta get some Adele,
2: get some Maritha, some of that Lee Lee, Keeley, I think.
1: I don't even remember. Jack Johnson, which wasn't a song, just
2: performed.
1: And Mike's dance was also really cool. Like, it's a shame that there were a few good performances in the middle of a really forgettable episode.
2: Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, the performances themselves were like, Whatever, and they were
2: all performed in the auditorium too. Yeah, but the the stuff around it was just like cool. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I hate it. Um, so the we tend to save Curtain Blaine for the end, and we're doing that now because they had no purpose in this episode. Yeah, they uh, come to support the Glee Club as the only uh audience members who aren't the, uh, the League of Doom and the heckling club. Uh, and they have a run-in with Karofsky, because God forbid this show not assault us with Karofsky. Ah, yes. And, you know, why not? So Karofsky shows up and gives them a little insulty, homophobic comments, because, you know, why not? And, uh, Blaine gets a little puppy snarl on because he's he but he looks really good in his coat. So that's he a does. Bonus
1: yeah. for everybody. Looks uh, very um dapper. Very, very junior ish.
2: <laughs> very junior. Yes, he does. Um Santana shows up kind of out
1: of nowhere and joins the uh, the party. I actually which, like this scene. Um I do too. I like the, I have razor blades hidden in my hair. I have razor blades hidden in my hair. Mm-hmm. Tons, just all up in there. Um, yep. You know, I like fledgling, lesbian, Santana, you know, solidarity. Yes.
2: Yes, for a scene that has no purpose, it was nice to see the three of them
1: yeah. interacting together. It just didn't make sense in the episode. Besides, yeah. you know, like you said earlier, they, they wanted Darren in there for, yeah. you know. I mean, they needed, yeah, they needed Kurt and Blaine
2: in the episode somehow. So they, and and more than just sitting in the audience clapping appreciatively. Yeah. So they threw them in the hallway. I don't know where Dave was coming from. Like, yeah, really. I guess he was working out alone <laughs> at night in the school.
1: That's not creepy. Is that, it doesn't, you go home? Yeah. I mean, well, the, the just thing like, was really shoehorned in. Like, there's no reason, you know, uh, for it no, to... No, there's, be...
2: there's not. There's really not. Other than, like, they all look good. Yeah. And it's to see them, their little interaction, like, we could have handled that ourselves. And you're like, oh, like doing it together. Like, yes. And now you should all be friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> and three of you go to New York and leave Rachel behind. God, please. So...
1: Is that wow. not what happens, or, or no? I want. I want. Let's let's just say it is. Yeah. That, that, that's what happens, right? I, that's season six. Yes. Is that
2: because <laughs> I did? Watch yeah. it? I'm so excited for season six. <laughs> so okay. And oh. I mean excited. I mean, blah. Yeah.
1: So what else happened in this episode? My, Honestly,
2: I don't. I don't
1: know. Finn has a line. That?
2: The show's got to go all over the place or something. Oh, yes. The line that shows up on his, um, Mm -hmm. his plaque.
1: Yeah. Yes. That, yes. I didn't remember that that was in this episode, but, uh, made a note of that. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, well, it does end with the Brainiacs Mm -hmm. going to their, um, version of nationals or finals or whatever. Um, and somehow magically getting categories that, uh that work out for them
1: i mean you know what i will say that like that's the kind of absurdistically humor that i don't mind. like britney getting an entire category on like feline diseases and knowing them all like that made me laugh come on glee more of that and less of like bullying ha ha
2: so the categories are cat diseases deadly cyclones defunct sodas Famous mervs, fat or pregnant. The history of shoehorns, organic chemistry, potpourri, and white wrappers. Which is, I mean
1: that, yeah, that's,
2: it's like they used up all the funny for the categories.
1: Yeah, and they
2: couldn't couldn't get they the rest over. Yeah, I mean they do. The bonus question is the hermaphrodite Nazi sympathizers, and it's like it hermaphrodite really? to But yeah, but yes, like that that's an excellent way to end the episode, is that, like, little absurdist Brittany turning to the camera, like, yes. <laughs> we got this. But then, like, they never go back to the Brainiacs.
1: Yeah. I actually don't, I don't think they do, but... I don't, I don't remember it. If they did, it must not have been that impressive or interesting. But I wish they had. Like, that'd actually be really interesting. And
2: we'll have to keep an eye out for it. An eye out, an ear out. To be, like, Ah, they remembered <laughs> that uh four of their students are actually somewhat well, three and a half are somewhat smart. yeah
1: the um the one thing about this episode that did give me a crisis was Emma's line about how old she was. And this God. is not the fault of the episode, but like, I had to sit there and do the math because, like, I am older than Emma now. But if this came okay. out in 2011, then I was six years younger than her when, it, when I first watched it. Yes. I'm like, no. I, that I can't. Yeah. That, that hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the older I get, the more annoying the adult storylines are. Yeah.
2: Well, it, yes, because I simultaneously like to think that I have my shit together more than they do. Mm-hmm. well also knowing that i don't
1: yeah that's a lot of it yeah
2: so i i look at their storylines and i think well one i'm i'm doing better <laughs> and then i think wow i would never want to be the guidance counselor at a high school yeah I, I should not be allowed to tell children how to behave
1: yeah <laughs> i feel oh. like a children myself most of the time
2: like i don't have my mental health together why would i be doing that yeah why is she doing that like why is emma the guidance counselor at this fucking school she does not have her shit together no i yes (laughs) i'm 32 years old like oh (laughs) uh uh-oh yeah no and then you think like yes they are our age minus a little Then you put yourself literally in their shoe, in their shoes. (laughs) That's bad. Then you're just like, oh, I I would be the substitute teacher, or I would be the teacher, or the Glee Club coach. I should not be in charge of any of these people. Yeah, I I should never be allowed to take a flock of sixteen to seventeen year olds to New York City.
1: Oh God, effort! Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) imagine that, like. Parents saying, yes, you are capable of taking my children to New York and bringing them back alive. Literally, no. And I live here. (laughs) Like, no. Nope.
1: No, I will put them on the F train and you will never see them again. Just going to quote that Tumblr post and be like, I'm going to need an adultier adult than I am.
0: Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to need carl and yeah. carl terry i'm gonna need some big adults in here where's terry's sister
1: oh yeah yeah she can handle kids she Seemed reasonable Ugh.
2: yeah um i don't yeah i don't think there's a ton else that happens oh well you know eventually um at the, ver- at the end, Sandy uh, decides to use his drug money to fund the, uh, the Glee Club's trip to Nationals because drugs are
1: good. Because we definitely want to take drug money from a pedophile yes. for this teenage group. Why is he even allowed to be unsupervised in the room with him? I don't know. Like, why is he allowed to be within 50 feet of a school? the uh, i
2: because ohio yeah i the midwest is weird i don't know that
1: that that actually sounds right yeah
2: (laughs) sorry to everyone who lives in the midwest sorry flyover states yeah (laughs) don't mean to offend just a little liberal coast elitists (laughs) not you just me not me you don't count i aspire to that (laughs) <laughs> I aspire to being a liberal elitist.
1: Uh, maybe one day. <laughs> what a goal. I, I tried a few other things I liked about the show, and they're like, there are so few moments, yeah. but I will say the 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 coach of the other team hitting on Holly Holiday and saying that guy has tiny baby hands. Yes, that was pretty funny. That was still funny that's yeah. all i got i mean my first two notes i wrote down of the episode are the what the fuck i'm older than emma and will is a patronizing fuck like will's entire little thing about you know being jealous that someone else is hitting on her and acting like it's her fault no i'm off on that hard pass yep
2: i liked uh, uh I liked the lack of the blob. Oh, that's, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I like the lack of the blob. If we're really digging deep for this. yeah, You know, honestly, I don't think we even need to dig that deep. It's just kind of a shitty episode. It is. And and you know what? Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. It is just a hardcore, mediocre, uninteresting episode.
2: Yeah. 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 So do you have a, a favorite song? I
1: guess. I'm going to say Mike's Dance.
2: That's fair. Just because
1: it's cool to watch.
2: Yeah. I mean, sadly, I like Turning Tables. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's because I like that song. Yeah. So I I just have to, like, grin and bear it. And it's not that bad. It's auto-tuned, so it's okay. Yeah. I don't know how it would be live. (laughs) (laughs) Um... The Kevin scale, I think, is another hard zero, right? Like, I think he's just in the background yeah. a couple of times.
1: I mean, he's got his lines in the Brainiac thing, but I don't think that really, like, you give him like a quarter of a point for you know some facial expressions. He sees the the categories. That's
2: true for decent facial expressions. Yeah. All right, just to be kind. Yeah, uh, the index is like a a uh, one for good coats
1: yeah i mean they're there so it's not a zero they have a scene but
2: one eh, a won. two
1: for sitting like shoulder to shoulder in the auditorium dig up trying here yeah maybe let's split the difference and say one and a half, a half.
2: Five. okay i didn't write down any favorite lines this time
1: I have the, the razor blades in, in my hair, but just because I like Santana in that scene. And then yeah. the, the tiny baby hands.
2: That guy has tiny baby hands. Tiny baby hands. Oh, I guess I kind of like um, in Santana's thing when she's, when she's, um, you can stay here and I'll, uh, what did you say? Like, I'll, I'll crack one of your nuts, right or left, mm-hmm. that's your choice.
0: Yeah. Okay. See, here's what's going to go down. Two choices. Mm-hmm. You stay here and I crack one of your nuts, right or left, that's your choice and like
2: yeah. her expression plus her hand movement make it yeah get a good make it a good little line there that's yeah. yeah naya is very good at that she really is that's your choice um yeah. i think that's really yeah I think i'm tapped out. there's just not much to say about the episode uh, and it's it's funny because it's sandwiched between um original song and born this way yeah so it's kind of like
1: a, a sad stepchild. Like honestly, in the Born This oh, Way so. should have come after original song if they wanted to actually keep up with minimum.
2: I think there's probably a very good argument that narratively it fits there. Which yeah. I
0: guess
1: we'll have to. See. Yeah. I'm excited for that one at least though.
2: Yeah, and I like the music in this one. Yes. The I, the unpretty is super good. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I think we'll actually. Okay, well, Obviously. no, I, I can talk about this because like, I have caveats about this episode ah. because of what actually happens, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If, get, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. I think I am, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge, blah, 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 blah. Uh, um, anyway, I guess we'll shut up and we'll just get to it next time. That's the point of the next episode, Mm -hmm. and we'll just save that airtime for that rant because I have that's that's a plot arc that I have feelings about, and I can just save that Uh, for then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll save that that thing for then, like a proper storytelling podcast would, because we're proper podcasters. Oh yes. Proper equipment and things,
1: and a proper editor that we should give props to proper props and props and things
2: is that well that's where the word came from but yes we do have uh a, an editor what? yes editor is that the right i don't actually know how these things work anyway adriana is now doing our sound editing very much needed so, so thank yeah. you so when the
1: episodes actually sound really good now yeah. thank <laughs> you very much it's not because of us
2: uh, and we're and to our patreon people that we can hopefully getting up to where we can switch to a better um, recording system to make it even better.
1: And then eventually get decent microphones. Um, I don't know if there's any that can save the constant soundtrack of dog barking in the back of mine, but I'll try. I don't know. I like the dog's barking. I think it adds character.
2: Oh, that's good. We're going to, I'll go with that. (laughs) Jumping in. uh, it adds je ne sais quoi um okay well I guess that is that for this night of neglect and I hope we have not neglected you our listeners
1: the same way Glee neglected
2: that cast and script oh that was good that was good you're welcome (laughs) uh so we'll have a mini episode for you coming up uh Shortly, we tend to post them a few days after the regular episodes, um and then uh then we'll have Born This Way. That's getting yeah. really ahead of us. We are not yeah. think that far ahead, honestly, because <laughs> life is life is long.
1: That sounded sad. To say life is long and we are tired. <laughs> life is long and we are tired. There's a lot of shit going on in the world. I feel tired waking up every morning. I know. Anyway, we're going to impeach him, and it's going to be fine. Fuck yeah.
2: Call your representatives. If you have a representative who has not declared their support for the impeachment inquiry, please call your senate not your senators, we'll get there, your representatives, and let them know, and we're looking at you Republicans as well, you spineless yeah. fucks, but <laughs> if you have Democratic senator uh, representatives who have not yet declared their support for the impeachment inquiry... There's like, what, nine or ten of you left?
1: This Come is, on. Even if you aren't sure, just do it anyway. Do it. If you don't know if your representative is one of the ones that, that aren't supporting it, just, just do it anyway. And then if they have, just call them and thank them. Yeah. I like thank you for
2: doing your job. Checks and balances and upholding the Constitution. Anyway, this has been a PSA from your local Pod Save America subsidiary. yes uh
1: please please we are willing to change if you would like us Pod Save america
2: uh register to vote call your representatives and subscribe to our podcast uh and we will catch you next time for the next episode uh i guess that's what you missed on glee
0: At Farmers Insurance, we know that a bundle of joy can sound like many different things. Uh-huh. But to us, a bundle of joy sounds a little more like this. Because we know when you bundle your home and auto insurance with Farmers, you could save an average of twenty percent. Really, my bundle of joy just makes a lot of drool. Ah, uh-huh. oh, the joys of parenthood. Visit Farmers.com or call one eight hundred Farmers to get a quote today.
1: We are Farmers. Report twenty eighteen nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
0: At Farmers Insurance, we know that a bundle of joy can sound like many different things. <coughs> but to us, a bundle of joy sounds a little more like this, because we know when you bundle your home and auto insurance with Farmers, you could save an average of twenty percent. Really, my bundle of joy just makes a lot of drool. Ah, <coughs> oh, the joys of parenthood. Visit Farmers.com or call one eight hundred Farmers to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Report twenty eighteen nationwide average savings
1: underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state.